0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Fox Nomad podcast. I'm your host, Fox Nomad, Amal Polat. Welcome to the last episode of the year. And actually, couldn't really be any later of the year because it is by, you know, this episode is going out on December 30th. So being, you know, it's the end of the year, we've got a lot of things to look back on, but even more things to look forward to. So what I want to do today is give you a rundown in what I think are my best in tech. At least for me personally, these are items that I think had a real big impact um, in terms of tech for travelers, but also sort of beginning to change the landscape of the things that we carry with us when we go. Uh, So I want to review some of the best in tech. I want to look back at some of the episodes we've had over the year, and I was just going over the, the list of all the episodes that we've had over the past year, and I cannot believe the episodes, the guests. I mean, I thought, you know, I was like, wait, this was all in the past year, and I couldn't believe it. And, you know, we take the summers off, you know, we have the hiatus in the middle of the year, and I still can't believe that, you know, all of these episodes are here in the short time. And then I want to talk a little bit about, uh, do a little recap, do some statistics, uh, a little bit of recap of what all of us, you and I together accomplished over the year and uh, a few sneak peeks into what's coming up. It is, uh, I am looking at right now five, yeah, five boxes which stacked on top of each other like probably like three of me. (laughs) They're so big. So we've got a lot of reviews coming up. The tech season is in full gear. I've got CES coming up next week, so expect an episode from Las Vegas. I'll be at the Consumer Electronics Show. It's the first time it has happened in person in a couple of years since uh, there was that weird uh what was that? Oh yeah, the the, the pandemic thing. So uh, that's coming up. Expect some updates from there. But otherwise, it's been a really fantastic year, you know. It's it it started off kind of uncertain when it Came to the pandemic when it came to travel, but you know we hit the road running um, and we're able to accomplish a lot of stuff. So we'll we'll talk about it a little bit about that toward the end. But first, I want to start off with uh, some of the things that are going on on the site. Some of the things that you might have missed. So pulling this up, I just completed my review of Duolingo. So if you want to check that out, that is on the Fox Nomad YouTube channel. So you can find out all about whether or not. Duolingo can actually make you um, fluent in a language and I've been learning a couple of different languages at different levels using different services and Duolingo was the first one that I I wanted to try out and uh, the results were you know it's a good start right it's a good start Um, so if you want to check that out I'm also giving away an Apple gift card that is on my YouTube channel. Just check out that video. It's It'll be there. You'll see it. It's, it's in the one of the, the latest videos. Um, and it talks in that video, the topic of that video is how Apple gets you to spend more money using gift cards and how their gift card program is very cleverly designed to get you to spend more money, which you would expect from the World's Richest Company. And speaking of giveaways and those kind of things, I will be giving away over $2,500 in the next three months um again that'll all be on through the youtube channel i will let you know what's happening here there is a old favorite is going to be returning uh, to the fox nomad parts pretty soon so just to give you a heads up that oh i don't know if i should announce it yet I- i'll wait i'll wait but uh you know if you've if you've kept up with fox nomad stuff you know that in february march uh, i tend to give away some money and you 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 have an idea of why I give away money. But anyway, that'll be part of the, the $2,500, which is like a base minimum. I think when you add up everything, it's probably closer to $5,000 that we're, we're going to be giving away. And uh, that's just the start. So um, a couple of other things. Uh, we've got talking about Airbnb, some of my suggest- suggestions on how that service could be fixed, how I've gone from loving it to not really using it so much anymore, and you probably might be in that boat as well. And then uh, if you haven't been keeping up, a lot of these episodes uh, we're almost caught up. The videos are on YouTube, at least of the uh, recent past episodes. So a lot of the past episodes of the last season are up now. For those of you who've been listening or who might not know, all... I always record when we have guests over video because it's much easier to see the person. I started that very early on because I realized it makes pauses and all kinds of, you know, it just it's easier to get visual feedback from the person you're talking to. But I would never release the videos. I wasn't sure where the place was, if there was a demand for it. But it looks like you all want to see the videos. So those videos are going up usually a couple of weeks after the audio version goes out. So if you want to check those out, they are there. All right. Now, let's talk a little bit about the best in tech. So this was a very interesting year in tech for me. I think it was a pretty quiet year in terms of technology. There were a few things that, that I think were very quietly very interesting, but in terms of consumer products, like something you can buy, I think it was a pretty quiet year. And I think that's because a lot of the electronics that we've been using, or at least I've been a fan of, have really matured. That is, smartphones have really matured. So what I mean by that is, you know, the technology has gotten so good and so refined and at a point where year after year, the differences between the iPhone 13 and the iPhone 14 aren't that big. If you, you know, were looking at like the iPhone 3 and the 3G, that's a pretty big leap in technology. But as we get better and better and better, if those of you are old enough remember PCs, PCs got to that point as well. You know, every year you'd get like, you know, uh, 300 megahertz to like 400 megahertz. It made a big difference. But now, year after year, you can easily use a laptop for, you know, five or 10 years, depending on what your needs are. But the iterations are, you know, when a product matures, the iteration gets smaller and smaller and smaller. But there were a couple of big leaps for a couple of pieces of tech that I found very interesting. One is the Bose QuietComfort Earbuds 2. Now, the Bose QuietComfort Earbuds 1 were my preferred earbuds of choice. The noise cancelling has... They have, they have the best noise cancelling of any earbuds. Like you get onto a plane, you turn on the noise cancelling, you turn the noise cancelling up to level 10 and bye-bye crying babies, bye-bye jet engine noise, bye-bye pretty much any other sounds. And it makes flying so much better. A lot of people, they go, you know, I don't really need noise cancelling earbuds or headphones when I fly. You know, it doesn't really matter. And I'm like, so on the the... the like, oh, almost like a like it's like a cult. I'm like you must join. You must join the noise canceling group. But if you fly, it will change how you fly. You will be more refreshed, rested. It it just gives you less of a headache. It, it, you know the noise canceling is such a big. I think such a, you know almost a vital part of travel. It makes it everything better. Um, and I love the the Bose QuietComfort One for that. However, they were big and bulky. They were really large earbuds. They weren't the most comfortable to wear because they were so big. The case was kind of big because, you know, they put wireless charging in there. And it just wasn't a very physically elegant product. Like the noise canceling, the sound quality, incredible. Amazing. But physically, they weren't the, the nicest earbuds. You know, they, they didn't fit in your pocket so easily. You know, they were large and bulky. And when you consider like AirPods Pro and these other earbuds that do a decent job at noise cancelling, that do a good job at giving you good audio quality, they're much smaller, have similar battery life and so on. So with the Bose QuietComfort 2 was completely shocking to me when they came out. First of all, they are smaller than AirPods Pro, like tiny. They have... Better battery life, We close to six hours of battery life. The case has 18 hours. They got rid of the wireless charging. So the case is now really small. And honestly, wireless charging, you know, is not that big of a deal. It's not It's not a deal breaker, I think, for most people. And plugging in over USB-C, you get faster charging. And, you know, they charge up in like two or three hours. And you can, then you get 24 hours of listening time. It's really good. Um, and the noise cancelling was better and the sound quality, audio quality was better. Amazing. Like, amazing. And if you watched my video, uh, uh, the road-tested video I did about the Bose QuietComfort One, those were my complaints. They were all about the physical nature of the earbuds. And I don't know if Bose watched that video or what, but they took every piece of advice in that video and implemented it. I can't recommend those earbuds enough. They are a little pricey. They're $300, but you will be able to use those for a very long time. And when the Bose QuietComfort 1 came out, I said, look, I love these things, but probably not worth $300 because as soon as something smaller or better comes out, you're going to want to change. That smaller and better product is out now. I think it's great. Uh, So I can go on and on and on about those earbuds. And the noise cancelling is great. The second product, that I think was my best in tech for the year, was one that came late in the year. It's, it's a type of product that I've wanted to use for a long time, but I didn't expect that it would change the kind of gear I carry. So, you know, when it comes to camera gear, when it comes to microphones, usually it's pretty set. You know, I don't change those kind of big items a lot. Like I, I've been using the same lens for a couple of years, the same camera, you know, the same microphone setup. Around, you know, after the tech season, January, February is when I start to really evaluate once all the new products are out. Like, maybe I want to change this or change that. And there was a product that I was thinking of bringing in to my arsenal. And that is the Insta360 X3, a 360 camera, which is essentially a camera with a lens on the front and the back. And it records a bubble all around you. And what you can do with it is you can just hit record and based on where you place it, it's recording everything around you. So in the editing process, you can pick and choose. Like I'm walking through a market. Do I want to focus on me? Do I want to focus on the vendors? Do I want to focus at the sky or to the left or the right? You can pick all of that in post. It's absolutely fantastic. It has like this long selfie stick. And if you lift that up out of a car, it just gives you amazing views or out of a train. And if you lift it above your head, it looks like there's a drone following you. And they have like a 10 foot, you know, like a three meter selfie stick. And, you know, you can't drone everywhere, right? We know about that. Hey, download DroneMate. If you, by the way, if you got a new drone, uh, you might want to know all the places you can take it and fly legally. There's an app for that called DroneMate, created by yours truly. The latest version is out on iOS and Android. Pick it up at your nearest app store today. Uh, so, anyway. It really does a great job of replacing a drone. And because it's so small and it's just handheld, it doesn't draw the attention that a drone does. You know, It doesn't require the setup, like taking out the, the remote control and all of that. And it's a really, really good camera. And even if you don't use it in 360 mode, it has single lens mode. And you can use it like a GoPro. It has all of these cool different modes. Like when you're editing it, Tracking is built in. So you can just, you know, I can just highlight me and it will just follow me no matter where I happen to be in the frame. It has a me mode, which basically acts like a selfie stick. The quality is very good. The Audio it picks up is amazing. The audio is actually uh, more surprising than the quality of the image. And it's basically taken over the GoPro for me. Like, I, you know, I use my Sony a7C, that's my big camera, that's kind of the primary camera I use, but when I'm traveling, I use the GoPro as a secondary camera. A lot of times when I'm walking and talking, that's all done on the GoPro, just because it's lighter, it's less conspicuous, it's easier to put away quickly, you know, and if I need to grab something or shake someone's hand or something like that. But I think I'm going to start using the X3 all the time. Like, I i haven't used my gopro more than once since i got the x3 and pretty much now all of the a lot of the b-roll that you see you can tell sometimes okay you can tell it's 360 video but sometimes i just have in single lens mode and nobody has said oh look that looks you know they can't tell and nobody can tell it's it it's so functional so easy to use i think it's a great product. I think it is, if you're looking, if you can only buy one camera, it's the most versatile camera you can get. So the X3, I think it fixes a lot of the problems from the X2. It gives you a big screen on the front so you can see what's going on. You can adjust your settings. You can see yourself. Again, this big leap in uh, technology from year to year because it's not a very mature class of product you know, so the, the jumps are bigger and bigger, but the X3 got to a point where I was like, I think I can use that. And that's, that's the camera that I want to get. And it's, it's just great. Uh, they're pricey, you know, they're pricey, but if you do any kind of adventure sports, if you ski or you just want like a single camera, you're traveling and you don't know which camera to get. I think this is the camera to get, like it's the video camera to get for sure. Um, I'm going to give an honorable mention here. Speaking of mature products, uh, we'll go with the iPhone 14 Pro just because of Pro Raw and Pro Res, which are the much less processed versions of videos and the much less processed version of uh, photos. So they both shoot at 48 megapixels, which is new now on the 14 Pro. And you can get really high quality images that are very editable. So you can edit them. Uh, You can take videos with your phones, even if you're shooting with a big, fancy, expensive camera, and then cut in those clips with the iPhone and you won't be able to tell the difference. It's so good. Um, So that is something that I think for me is one of the best in tech this year. And then I'll go with the Garmin Venue 2S because I still think compared to like the Apple Ultra Watch, the Garmin Venues are like, you know, half the price, you know, less than half the price. And you basically get all of the features except a couple of things like diving and so on. And I think they look better and are are a little bit more ergonomic and smaller. So those are kind of my best in tech. And then one shout out to the Osprey Sojourn 60 liter. This is the bag, not the backpack, but the luggage that I've been using for 13 years. And it has it still has held up excellent. I did a road tested, which has to be the record for a review. I've reviewed it for 13 years, which is pretty wild to me. And it is in great shape. It's a little scuffed up. It's a little bit dirty, but it has been to probably like, I don't know. I don't know. 50 countries at least. I don't know how many, hundreds of cities, thousands. I mean, probably like hundreds of thousand miles, kilometers, both. (laughs) Um, but it recently got just a little bit too small. I've started to carry a couple of more things and if I pack it perfectly, I can get everything in there, but I want a little bit of wiggle room so that when I'm inevitably late, running late to the airport, I want to be able to just kind of throw stuff into a bag. So I am reviewing a couple of I'm interviewing a couple of new bags to add to the arsenal. I don't know which one I will choose, but I will let you know. But just a shout out to that if you're Unfortunately, they don't make the 60 liter version, but they do make that bag in 85 liters or 80 liters, which is pretty big to me. Um, but it was a great bag. It's covered by a lifetime warranty. So uh, Osprey will fix, you know, everything uh, with the bag. So I think it's great. Just to shout out to that. I love reliable and durable products. I think that's the thing that I look for the most now when I am buying something. It's like, how long will this last? And luggage hands down, you know, gets, gets treated like, uh, gets the worst of it. It's the worst physical treatment probably of anything that you travel with. So being durable is, is very good. It's pricey. Like I said, Is you know, that bag was like three fifty. might've even been, yeah, it's probably like $350, but it has lasted 13 years. So uh, a very good investment. And I would highly recommend, I'm a big fan of Osprey products. I use some of their smaller day packs, and I really like the build, the quality is excellent. So that's my best in tech, we're looking back at the Bose QuietComfort Earbuds 2, the Insta360 X3, the iPhone 14 Pro, yeah, a little biased, cause it's the phone that I'm carrying, the Garmin Venue 2S, and the insta three. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I'm reading the wrong thing, and the Osprey Sojourn 6.0. So, now that we've gone over the best in tech, let's take a couple of Let's take a couple of minutes to look back at some of our guests over the past year and then do a little bit of a recap of the things that we accomplished in 2022. All right. So here I want to look back at our guests about this time last year in January, we kicked off the year talking to Gary Arndt, who has his own podcast, the Everything Everywhere Daily Podcast, which I highly recommend. It is a daily podcast, which obviously makes sense by the name. They are short like 12-minute episodes where you learn a fact, like an interesting story. It is very well told. It is really fun. It's easy to consume. Just a really easy podcast, and and Gary is great at doing it. And he just crossed the million uh, download threshold. So congratulations to him. Hopefully he had hear those claps. We got to talk to him in a very interesting conversation, one of the most popular of the year. So if you haven't heard that one, you can check that one out. Uh, Then we talked to, just jumping around, to Catherine Badmageera, who is the author of uh, Poe for Your Problems. And it really got me into Edgar Allan Poe. And I was, in that interview, I asked her, I said, you know, I'm thinking of traveling to some places related to Edgar Allan Poe. It's very interesting to me. And she said, you should read Poe Land. And I read Poland. I am now going to go to a couple of places in Baltimore and Richmond, uh, two areas where, you know, Poe spent a lot of his life. Uh, his, his, one of his homes is in Baltimore. And I also got in the Poland, I also got to tie that in with Star Trek. So there is a one-man play where, you know, a one-man play of Edgar Allan Poe that was, I guess, acted by Jeffrey Combs. And I saw that like 10 years ago. He's interviewed in Poland, so I actually got to ask him that in person at a Star Trek convention in Las Vegas a couple of months ago, and he says that he's had a lot of interest in bringing that back, but it's been it's just emotionally draining to, to inhabit that character. So He doesn't know, but um, it was very interesting to talk to him about it. So I, I'm really just, I love the podcast for that, you know, I get to meet very interesting people and learn very interesting things, you know, I, I can't wait to visit the, the Poe House in Baltimore. And also, you know, around this, the Halloween time, you know, around his death, there's also some things that take place in the graveyard, just outside of, of where his grave is. And if you know anything about the uh, the the bottle, I think it's a bottle of whiskey and the rose that's left there every year. Um, so anyway, there's a lot of lore with that. I, I, it was a really fun podcast for me. Uh, I really enjoy Edgar Allan Poe, so I, I, I'm fascinated by his, his his kind of mysterious life, you know. It's almost like his life ver, ver, is one of the stories that he wrote. Then, uh, you know, ju- just jumping around, I talked to Marshall Mayer, which uh, is a guy who was well, really funny. He, he started like almost like a Kickstarter. He basically crowdfunded an island. And as they got more money from investors... The island changed places, so at first it was like, you know, small place, small island in like nowhere, Canada, far up north. Anyway, it ended up in Belize, and it's called Islandia, and it's going to become its own micronation. Funny enough, I had already had plans to go to Belize, you know, a couple weeks after that, and I was like, hey, Marshall, can I, can I visit Islandia? And he was like, sure, I'll 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 help you arrange it. And a couple weeks later, I got to visit Islandia. It was really fun. The the, the, the boat captain who took me out there was hilarious. I didn't know there were so many uh, crocodiles in the area. That was fun. But I got to go there and shoot a video. It was it was a blast. And I actually got to meet up with Marshall in Istanbul, who was going to be there uh, later in the year. So we got to meet up on the last day that I was there, as I was going to fly out, like literally going to fly out a couple hours later. Uh, I got to meet up with him and that was a lot of fun um and coming up in the new year you're gonna see some familiar faces on the podcast well you won't well you'll see them in video if you watch the videos but you're, you're gonna hear some familiar faces and catch up with some people from season one and two and three and see find out how they're doing and just keep up with them it's it's really fun though the people most of the people who are on the podcast like I have not met before we record some are you know some of them I know but a lot of them aren't, and you know it we keep in touch and they we follow each other on Twitter, we kind of keep up with what's going on and and just keep up with the things that people are creating and that they're doing. And it's really to me, it's just really interesting. I hope you feel like that, too, that we're just meeting all of these very interesting people. Like I tell all my guests, you know the podcast is kind of just an excuse for me to talk to really cool people and share it with a lot of you, and that that's that's really fun. So, yeah, so I did not expect to. Go to Belize, visit Islandia, meet Marshall in Istanbul, and then almost make it, almost make it to his wedding in Uzbekistan. But he did give me great recommendations for places to eat, all in the those Central Asian countries. So uh, it was just, it was just wild. It was just like a, a blast, you know, crossing paths with with people. So um, yeah. Uh, I also got to scratch off some bucket list stuff this year. Speaking of Billy's, I got to go to the Great Blue Hole, which is something I've always wanted to do, and it almost didn't happen. And uh, I'll give you a little bit of a story based around that when we return to the podcast recap in 2020. All right, so here we go. We've got some time here, just a few minutes here to go over kind of the stats you know like we want a stat list from 2020 here's the stat list that i have in the podcast in the last year i put out 22 episodes roughly 24 25 hours of podcasts so if you were to start listening to the podcast now straight through all the episodes that were just posted in 2022 it would take you roughly 24 and a half hours to listen to all of them i hope you enjoy them i hope you enjoy our guests and i hope you enjoy it when it's just me talking here you know it's just kind of fun to catch up on stuff me just me and you uh so there were 22 episodes on foxnomad.com there were 32 blog posts written by well there were 32 blog posts and one of them was written by ai it was written by a robot i put into uh the chat chat gp right that's what's called i said write a fox nomad blog post and it did and man like it was really good Kind of like over the top, a little bit bland, but you know, it was a workable blog post. I thought it was pretty interesting. I'm going to have, you know what, I should have it kind of try to figure out if we could write a podcast script or a video script and see what it does. But if you're really interested to see where that technology is going, I highly recommend that post. It's one of the latest ones. It's called, literally called, uh, AI wrote this blog post. So you can check that out. All of those posts are about 500 words at least. So 32 times 500, let me crunch the numbers here and sound very stupid for a minute. 500 times 32, that's uh, over 16,000 words I have written on foxnomad.com. On the YouTube channel, I have put out 96 videos this year. I was shooting for 100, actually it's 97 because I just put one out today. So 97, uh, that's where we'll stop. Uh, There are many, many more shorts. I'm not counting the shorts. I'm just counting the full-length videos. There were 96 videos. I was going for 100. We won't hit that. We'll hit 97 for this year because there won't be any more videos out. But uh, I think that's a pretty healthy number considering I tried something new this year, which was to travel, 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 video, 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 save all the footage, and then edit once I'm in one place. Before, what I was doing was trying to like video, edit, do stuff, edit, video all that and it uh, it was just too much so I was able to shoot like two sometimes three videos a day and then save literally save like two months of footage on hard drives which I was hoping would back up which did back up uh, but a little bit worried about losing the drives and then edit them after taking a massive trip of a, of like you know two months and it, it worked out so that's over 16 hours of youtube video footage that made it onto youtube i don't have statistics on how many terabytes but probably i i had like i would say at least four terabytes of raw footage at least minimum of four terabytes of raw footage and i don't even know how many hours that would be so that that's that's where we stood in in the video realm the YouTube channel, Fox Nomad YouTube channel gained 64% more subscribers this year than it had previously, which I'm just blown away with. It it, it, it It's really nice. You know, I, I keep track of how many subscribers I have at the end of the year. There's something on my calendar on December 30th. This is how many subscribers you have. I update that and then I put that a year into the future now that, you know, we've been doing more videos. And we've seen really big growth. We had over 5 million views this year, which is just pretty good. It's that's it's, it's a lot of views. It means 5 million times, 5 million people decided to watch some of my videos. And uh, that was great. Like I mentioned, massive giveaways planned coming up very soon. So make sure you're subscribed there and that you're subscribed to the podcast. I wanna make sure that, you know, everybody hears about the giveaways and that, you know, That you're not like isolated as a YouTube viewer or as a podcast listener. Like, you know, we want to cross-pollinate all of those. As far as traveling, let's jump into the travel stats. Four new countries, dozens of new cities, many more countries revisited. A couple of bucket list things. Like I said, I got to do the Doha Express across Turkey, which is the Eastern Express. Basically, it's a train that goes from Ankara all the way to Kars. It was one of the most fun things I've ever done. I got to then drive from Kars all the way to Samsun and then, you know, fly back to Istanbul. It was one of the best road trips I have ever taken in my life. It was one of the best train trips. It was the best train trip I've ever taken. Something that I've always wanted to do. I got to meet so, so many people, both on the train. It was just such a fantastic journey, even though it was like 40 hours. And I got to meet people from all walks of life, like just one moment from the road trip. None of, none of that made it into a video. Some of the other ones did, but, you know, I was just driving. I was in the middle of nowhere between Kars and uh, Rize. This is northeastern Turkey. And I run into a shepherd and his flock. And, you know, the shepherds would always wave. And I was like, oh, you know, this is a good place for a break. So I just pulled over and we talked. He just chatted, you know, where are you going? Why, what are you doing? He told me a little bit about his life. And uh, then I went on was really cool i was in the middle of nowhere on a mountain where there was this is the middle of summer where there was still snow on the mountains and it was like you know 70 fahrenheit like 20 degrees celsius up there but there was still snow it was wild it was just really 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 beautiful so that was really fun i got to revisit iraq after 10 10 11 years it's been since i've been i finally got to visit baghdad one of the most amazing trips I have ever taken. It was fascinating. I got to meet, like I said, so many people. I got to see a country that is really hopeful for the future. I got to hear about some tragic pasts that people have had, but I was really inspired by the young people there who are very hopeful for what's to come in their country. And, and based on their you know, their enthusiasm and their outlook, I, I feel I, it was infectious. I feel... Uh, their enthusiasm. So I actually got to interview my guide there. So if you want to check that out, that's a couple episodes back. So make sure that you check that out. Uh, and then let's, let's end things off with the bucket list that I, that I was going to tell you about. Yeah. So I made it to the great blue hole, which is this massive from the sky. When you're in Belize, it's like a big blue hole, dark water because of the depth of this kind of cavern underwater. And then the surrounding water is lighter because it's not as deep. And I didn't even know this. There's like a shipwreck on the reef around the blue hole that, that you get to see. So I really wanted to do this. The way it works is usually the planes take off from, you know, one of the keys, one of the little islands around. Usually they fill it up six people. You go and you split the cost. Sometimes there are planes that go four people. When I was there, the planes were like either all full or not flying. You know, they weren't full enough. So I was on the last day, like looking for tour companies. I had been in touch with a lot of them and they were like, look, this plane isn't going to fly. So I went to a tour company. I was like, look, I really want to do this. And he said, yeah, there was this girl at the beginning of the week who kind of wanted to do it too, but she wasn't so sure since nobody was going and da da da. And he was like, you know, you need two more people to make this happen. And I was like, here's the thing. Why don't I, like, if we divide this by four, why don't I, I, I've told this story before, but I was like, why don't, I'm willing to pay a little bit extra to make this happen, you know? And the guy was like, okay, let me ask this other, you know, woman if she wants to do that too. And who knows what, who knows what, but anyway, who knows, (laughs) but she did want to do it. She actually wanted, was willing to pay a little bit extra and the tour operator was like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I was like, give me the, the the number of the pilot. So I called the pilot and I was like, look, there are two of us. We're willing to pay a little bit extra. The plane is going to be lighter because there's less people in it. It's going to be less fuel for you. I really want to do this. And he was like, yeah, for me, it's no problem. We just got to talk to the tour company so they don't get their cut. So I called the tour company. I was like, look, seems like your percentage cut of the commission that you get for referring people or whatever Is kind of the deal breaker. Can you work something out? And he thought about it. An hour later, he called me. He was like, let's do it. I got to go to the gray blue hole, fly over it. It was just two of us. It was really great. We got to go up higher than normal. The pilot flew us lower than normal. And I got to make a friend. That was really nice. And then I found out later that uh, she told me, she said, you know, I didn't want to be the person who stopped somebody from doing this because maybe they really wanted to see this like I did. And I was like, I was kind of on the same boat. I didn't want to be the person who backed out. So that was really nice. Uh, Just a really fantastic way uh, to experience that trip. And, you know, I'm looking forward to more adventures like that in the coming year. Uh, We're going to have a little bit of an extended tech season over the next few weeks. There's a lot of reviews I've got to, I'd like to finish, some gear upgrades that I'm working on, uh, some, some luggage changes, some kit microphone changes there's some things coming up and ces of course coming up right next week which uh no break we're going straight into that so make sure that you are you know subscribed. you're listening to podcast all that stuff there's gonna be a lot of cool uh tech coming out there and and then the travel season is going to kick off and uh we're going to be hitting some places that are i'm trying to get to that i my goal is to do at least 10 new countries this year but if i get the chance man i might i might just take off in the summer, and like try to try to work my way through like an entire continent, I, you know, a continent that I've already worked a little bit through, so that you know, just kind of wrap those up, and then uh, yeah, that that's kind of how it's shaping up. We've got a lot planned, new apps coming out, we've got a lot of updates there, some some new new members of the crew that you might be getting to know over the next few weeks, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited. For the new year, I hope you have a very happy new year as well. I hope that you are healthy and happy and you get to do all the things that you want to do. And even if you take a hit, you know, one of those places that you just, you you keep pushing forward because uh, that's how you got to do it. That's how you got to roll. Thank you very much for supporting this podcast. I know I'm rambling on, but really, we just broke the record for the podcast of like the year compared to other years compared to other seasons we are like the podcast is just i i'm really really just humbled by your support i'm humbled by your support on all the platforms the messages you guys send the you know the notes the emails the tweets all of it so thank you thank you thank you very much i hope to give back to you as much as i can both with great content but also a lot of giveaways so you know keep your eye keep your eye out and uh until the next episode Have a very happy new year and uh, have a great rest of your day.